This podcast contains coarse language, adult themes, and spoilers. My name's Peach. And for the past couple of years, I've been helping my friend Shag overcome his childhood aversions to everyday foods in the podcast Fussy Eater. Now it's his turn to help me conquer my phobia of scary movies over one spooky night in the FBI studios, one Wikipedia synopsis at a time. This is Spooko. One of the things that comes up a lot in Spooko. One mm. of, one of you know, I guess one of the themes is is our lack of, oh my god, yes. Shresh is obviously <laughs> the refreshment of Reshes, but is the accusation that I didn't do enough research for this podcast. Oh, does that come from me? That does come from me. Well, not like it so comes. Fuck! Like, it, I think I've got no basis to make that accusation. It comes. It comes off the cuff. No, no, no. It's fair enough. It's fair enough. Which is why I started doing a little bit of research. You're making this up a little bit. This is your insecurity about but, it. I but, think you do a great job. Pete, just hold up. Just hold up. It's fine. Like I'm not. I'm not. I know you're not begging for compliments, but I, I think you do. A, the, the best part about working in the industry I work in is I'm yeah. very good at taking criticism because it's all I get. And you learn to separate. You know, but you learn to Gary sep- V says, oh my love God. your losses. Shut <laughs> the fuck up. Like, honestly, Peach is in a pyramid scheme. He just doesn't know it yet. He's mm. in a pyramid scheme slash coal. And no, I just need to invest more money to get more people to join. All, <laughs> all I can do is keep being on it. Like, I, I have to keep being your friend. I can't disown you. <laughs> I think the bet, the only thing I can do is keep supporting you. But you are in a cult, and it's a pyramid scheme at the same time. Oh, gosh, the worst kind of cults. At least, I mean, <laughs> like some cults are like some cults. You go and join like a commune, and it's good for the world, and you grow your own stuff. Whereas this is like, I mean, he he tells you to say thank you more. Like that's that's a nice. Positive. No, no, I- no, I'm not. No, not talk. We're not talking about Gary. <laughs> okay. Anyway, 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 anyway. Look, this is what I want to talk about. Yep. So. I decided to do some research about a topic that both of us find really confusing. Thank you. So we are in a really weird night tonight. Super. It's all been one night. Mm. Lots of things have happened. Mm. We, we release the episode weekly and sometimes those episodes eerily talk about things that have just happened in the world, right? It's bizarre. But it is all happening on the one spooky night. Mm. And so... One of the questions we keep thinking is when when was this night? When did we record this, yeah. right? So I decided to go back and look at the history of the night we're recording it. And I found out something pretty interesting. Oh, uh, can I have a speculation he guess? Okay, yeah. Can I guess that even though it's all on the same night, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. what I think is it is literally to the day one year ago. That's really close. Is that close? That okay. is that is super close. That is super close. So, so all on the same night, and uh, we're joking. Ha ha. Tell me. Weirdly enough, I, I like. I know this doesn't make sense. So, we're in the thirties of our episodes right now. When we get to episode fifty-two, that is a year from whenever episode fifty-two comes out, and we don't actually really know when that comes out because we write, might record some intermissions or whatever. But whenever episode fifty-two comes out, is that the end of the night? Is when this is recorded. 
Anyway, so that, okay. that's all. I'm, that's all I'm saying. Like, I, I just thought that was interesting. But anyway, I'm, I just want to move on. I just want to move on. Yeah. Okay. okay. So we also talk about music a bit. We've been tr- <laughs> okay. We've been trying. We've been Spotify playlist. Go listen to it. Sorry, yeah, continue. We've been trying to compile all the music we talk about on Spooko on Spotify. Mm. Head to our Instagram to find it. But one of the things, uh, one of the things I've like separately, I try to listen to a lot of music. I try to compile a playlist every you week. You succeed, and it's awesome. And I, I listen to a lot if of music. If you know, you know is but what I, the podcast is what, what the playlist is called, and it's fucking sick. But when, you, but when you're trying to always find new music, mm. and I'm sure you're probably the same, you don't have a lot of time to give music. Like often, I'll hear like the first five seconds of a song, or I'll skip to like thirty seconds in to be, be like, like, yeah, yeah, this is cool, this? yeah, blah blah blah, right. Yeah, and that I mean that's all you can do. Like the, the amount of good music being released at the moment necessitates that. Like when you see all the albums that get released every Friday, it's like, how am I going to listen to every track on this album without just skimming it? Yep. Right. Anyway, so I came across this rap crew. They're super fun. I enjoy them heaps. But their name is They Hate Change, and. Something about that name made me think, well, I don't hate change. <laughs> because when you work in a creative industry, the moment you hate change, it means you're done, you're dead, you're yeah. gone, right? So that manipulated me into like listening to this five-song EP over and over again to be like, where's the where's the song I love the most? Because I probably would have dismissed it, but because of the name, yeah. I was like, no, I'm going to listen to this more. And now I really like it. Sick. And it was all because of the name. And I think sometimes we forget the power of the title. Sometimes people are like, I'm just going to yes. give this thing a cool, fun, obscure title. But horror movies, the cool thing about horror movies, often the title is, like the human centipede, here's the thing that's going to happen. You're building to a crescendo. Yes. But if I go on just a little footnote before you get to the crescendo. The best thing about a crescendo is when you break the tension. Yeah, don't worry. The crescendo is coming. But let's just wind it back. Is one of the interesting things about music and names is there's a counter view that names don't matter. Like... Radiohead is a shit fucking garbage uh, name. But I'm not talking about names. I'm talking about titles. That's a different oh, thing. Sorry, I accept that without qualification. Let's get back to that crescendo. <laughs> oh, I can't believe it. I know what you did last summer. Blip, 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 blip. I got a letter. I got run over. Helen gets her hair chopped off. <laughs> Julie gets a body in a truck and you get a letter? That's balanced. He's waiting for us to unravel. I know what you did last summer. Buffy was fun 21 years ago. Sarah Michelle Gellar is in this film. Let's talk. Today's film is a horror film from 1997. Uh, well, a slasher film. Slasher, it's basically... Oh, we've spoken about Cruel Intentions. This is our second Sarah Michelle Gellar mention. Sorry. We haven't done... Oh, oh, yeah, we didn't... We may, sorry, mentioned yeah. in passing. Sorry, sorry. Continued podcast. Sorry. Uh, oh, shit. It features pretty much everyone from the 90s, so... Let me, let me tell you who's in it. Okay. Because we didn't watch the preview this time. Okay. Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yep. Jennifer Price Hewis, or whatever her name is. <laughs> What's her name? That's pretty close. Jennifer, Jennifer Price Love, Hewis. Jennifer, Jennifer, <laughs> Jennifer, Love, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Freddie Prince Jr. Yes. Yes, yeah, this is Devin great. Sawa. De- Devin Sawa. No, but think of someone with a French-sounding name who's not French. <gasps> Who was in Cruel Intentions. Oh, Ryan Philippe. Hey. And... That's, played, that's who played who played Eminem in the Stan film clip or oh, was that Devon Sawa? that's Devon Sawa. Devon Sawa. okay. Yeah, yeah. No. Cool. You got no, everything. No. You've got all I've got to give. All right. So, on the f- This is my favorite movie. So. <laughs> 
On the 4th of July, 1996, in Southport, North Carolina, Julie James and her friends... Oh, these are the worst names. Great name. Julie James and her friends Ray Bronson, Helen Shivers and Barry Cox. Look, Stephen King's (laughs) not the best guy ever, but I must say Stephen King does the best names and he should be a name consultant and help people out. Drive to the beach after attending a party. While driving along a coastal byway... Drive... Hang on. Like, so, not to flash, but, like, we went to parties a million years ago. Yeah. Why would you be like, fuck this, let's go to a beach <laughs> at night time? Like, I cannot imagine in a million years being like, let's get out of a fun party to go to a shitty old beach I never did that where thing. you can't swim. I never did that thing they do in American movies where it's like, let's go as a team of couples... To go and make out somewhere. Like, I don't so want to make out near where you're making out. Which is weird, right? Like, I, that was not something I ever did. It was like, if you were going to make out with someone, it was a very solitary thing. There was sometimes a make out room in very young parties. Oh, yeah. And and also, do you remember this? I'm sure we've talked about this before. The symbol of, if you wanted to make out, was, would you like a tour of the house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, because I'm married to the woman I started dating at 18... <laughs> That's like my last like pickup line of like, so let's have a so should we walk around the house or not? It's like no, it's like cool, got it. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll go ask someone else if they'd like a tour in the house. Like, so should we go should we just go see what's going on? Let's just go see. Let's go figure it out. What do you reckon? So so if you translate that, this yep. is just a very big tour of the house. <laughs> Driving along a coastal byway is just Hey, this you do you wanna go drive along the old coastal byway? Alright, so while they're in on this drive, they accidentally hit a pedestrian. Oof. Julie's friend Max... That sounds irrelevant. Let's just continue. So Julie's friend Max passes by them on the road. Julie reassures Max that everything is all right and he leaves. After some arguing, the group decides to dispose of the body, dumping it in the water. They agree to never discuss the incident again. Sorry for interrupting. Yeah. I know this is a podcast where you just read it and nothing happens. Yeah. How old are they? They're... 17-ish, 18-ish, 19-ish. I, I think... I think at school or at college? I reckon they're, they're probably 18. Call them 20. Let, no, let, let's call them 18. 18. Let's call them 18. They're adults, but they're young adults. Why are they like, let's just... I'm going to expose the body. Why aren't they like, this is fucked, I'm sorry, I feel terrible, let's call the police. Because none of them are pre-law. Like, they all... But I think... I think what would you do? It's me. I'm like... And, and I'm a, like, rules! Where are those rules? Basically, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I would be flipped out by the fact that I've already... Like, I would be punishing myself already. Peach, you know, something you said, you know, earlier in this huge night... Yeah. ...about how if if I'm an accomplice, I'm basically doing the same thing. If I'm in the car, like someone's yep. driving the car, they hit a pedestrian, yep. is only the driver at fault or is everyone in the car at fault? Uh, well, like I don't need the driver. Like, what are you talking about? Well, then. But then, if it's disposal of the body, where well, I'm like, yeah, just dispose of it over there. It's well, you're an accomplice of disposing of the body. But but here's what's interesting uh, about that. Are you that. asking for criminal law advice yeah. from me? I'm like, mm, I know you're I'm not making a, it up as I go I know along. You're not a criminal lawyer, but this is interesting. So I'm not a lawyer of any kind. This is not legal advice. I'm making it up. This I, is for I, entertainment purposes. I get that. I get that. <laughs> but okay, so. The person who's driving is at fault. For entertainment purposes, yes, that's now, right. everybody disposes of the body, but they're not going to, like, and they're all, they, they could all get arrested for hiding a murder or... For entertainment purposes, I agree with that, yeah. But their sentences are going to be nowhere near the driver's sentence, right? For entertainment also- purposes, I disagree with that. Right, I don't okay. consider that for entertainment purposes necessarily the right thing. Okay, all right, anyway. Often it is the concealment for entertainment purposes... That, for entertainment purposes, <laughs> is more important than 
the the thing itself. Really? Or equally important, so long as we're speaking for entertainment purposes only, <laughs> which is the basis upon which we're speaking. No, but, uh, but Peach, the message you're giving is if you hit is, and kill a pedestrian... I'm here for entertainment only <laughs> to entertain. Yes, that's the message. All right, okay. So anyway, blah, blah, blah. I hope you found that entertaining. It's a year later. <laughs> Now, Julie returns home from her college in Boston for the summer. Sin- uh, interjection. Yeah. Did we, like, as a generation, have a crush on Sarah Michelle Gellar? Hugely. Hugely. Like, as a generation, like, it was agreed across every single person of our age that Sarah Michelle Gellar was a beautiful Dude, young like, woman and holy moly. She was, a, she was a babe. She was also Buffy. It's like everybody, like, Buffy. yeah, she was the fucking yep. coolest. It was the, it's that classic, like, you know, People wanted to be with her. People wanted to be her. It's like, Sick. did you want to be it's Buffy like, or did you want to be Buffy's partner? It's like, this is like me with coffee and a case. No, people are like, <laughs> it's the same thing. I get it. Man, I get it. All right. Okay. Since the incident, the friends have gone their separate ways. Uh, look, the difference between 18 and 19. So big. So much going on. Julie receives a letter with no return address stating, I Old know what media you- is such a big part of horror films. People still get letters. Ima- where, like, how many letters have you got this decade? I mean, they're all from either the power company or politicians or fines yep. or going... How many? Through. So, zero Okay, yeah, good, good point. Yeah. You've got zero in the last decade. But they all have return address. So long as we're going back to courtship in the late 90s, <laughs> back when I understood what it was, lots of letters being sent was a big part. But it was also like homework because it would be like three pages long. You have to read all three pages. <laughs> I do remember that. It would be like, oh, fucking, oh, like, cool, cool. Which is not to say, like, sorry, anyone who ever sent me a long love letter, that's awesome and I'm very grateful. And But it was a bit too long. But uh, thank you very much. You're lucky to have that. Oh, my God. All right. So Julie receives a letter with no return address stating, I know what you did last summer. Disturbed, Julie tracks down Helen, who has returned to Southport to work at her family's department store, which wouldn't exist again either. After a failed attempt at an acting career in New York City. The Sorry, girl- failed one year later. So <laughs> like, look, I'll give it. <laughs> the girls take the note to Barry, who immediately suspects Max as he was the only person there that night. They confront Max on Max the... Max is the passing driver. Yeah, remember? And they were yes. like, Max, it's cool. Fucking don't get angry with me. I'm just doing my best. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying hard. They confront Max on the docks and Barry threatens him with a hook, even though Max claims he has no idea what Barry is talking about. Julie meets Ray, who is now working as a fisherman. He unsuccessfully tries to reconcile with her. Later, Max is killed by a figure in a rain slicker. I love that term for a raincoat. A rain slicker. Strong agree. A dries a bone vibe is what I get. Yeah. He's basically wearing a dries a bone with the matching hat. Do you act for dries a bone? No. I don't know if they... Do they exist anymore? Do you anymore? aspire to act for Remember when we used to sell them at Gowings? Yeah, that's sort of the vibe I've got. Like, yeah. I feel like they have a, a reshazy, like, rich but trying not to be rich sort of vibe. Are you saying the killer is perhaps uh, representative <laughs> a representative of Resh's brand character? latte sipping socialist. <laughs> He's a good rapper. So Max is killed by a figure in a rain slicker wielding the same hook. Barry discovers a note in his gym locker saying, I know. He is then ambushed by the same assailant driving Barry's car. 
Classic. Meanwhile, as Ray still suspects Max, Julie researches newspaper articles again. There you go. Sick. But in the library. When's the last? When did you last read a newspaper? Oh, actually, we still get it because we like to do the crossword on the weekends. We do do. Yeah, so there you go. But we're old as fuck. So Julie's researching these newspaper articles, which lead her to believe the man they ran over was a local named David Egan. Helen and Julie go to visit with David's sister, Missy, at her home. Missy explains to them that their family was devastated by David's death. She also mentions that a friend of David's named Billy Blue... Oh my God, these names. Billy Blue. fucking hell. And like, Billy Blue's a great design college, but it's a good name for a design college. Is this the one up the street from the house I grew up? Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good... That is. is it a great design college? It, it's a really good... It's like a private design college. Yeah. So, it, it, but it's good. Yeah. Yeah. I know people who've gone there Would and, you hire people who came totally. from there? Totally. But I don't really hire the designers. You'd hire everyone who came from there? No, I wouldn't. I, I don't oh, really... Oh, no one who came from I there. I don't really hire the designers because I'm not a designer. Would you vouch for every single person who came from there? What are you doing? What's going on here? <laughs> I'm trying to. I don't even really know. <laughs> I think this is one of those periods where, like, you've had a few rashes, which is... <sighs> My favorite page. Is it really your favorite? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Anyway, 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 okay. So also mentions that a friend of David's named Billy Blue also visited her to pay his last respects. Later that night, the killer sneaks into Helen's house, cuts off most of her hair while she sleeps, and writes soon in lipstick on her vanity mirror. Uh, what? Like, yeah. who gives a fuck? Like, if I'm asleep... And I'm sufficiently vulnerable that you're able to cut off my hair. I'm sufficiently vulnerable that you're able to kill me. I love that if that happened to you, you'd be cocky. You'd be like, yeah, what? <laughs> but but you talk about cockiness, like, it's easy to say now. Yeah, you know, okay. it's yeah. easy to say when the killer's not there cutting off my hair. Yeah, Like, yeah, point. what, what, killer? What's up? What's good up? Point. And okay. I'd probably just go, like, oh, please, please kill me fast. So I'm finding this kind of hard to follow, but let's keep going. So the following morning, Julie finds Max's corpse wearing Barry's stolen jacket in the <laughs> trunk of her car. When she calls the others the body is missing julie helen and barry confront ray about the recent events ray claims to have received a threatening letter as well julie goes back to visit missy while barry and helen go, Christ to, almighty. <laughs> go to participate in the fourth let's of July just say parade. the movie progresses i also think like don't go again look i'm not i'm not going to tell them how to live their life but now's not the time to participate in the fourth of july parade or maybe it is shag respectfully maybe now's the time to say we're not scared of violent killers yeah fair enough missy reveals david allegedly committed suicide out of guilt for the death of his girlfriend susie in a car accident and shows david's suicide note to julie as the writing matches that of the note she received julie realizes it was not a suicide note but a death threat at the croker beauty pageant helen what okay yep okay Okay. but it's some beauty pageant yeah. So at the Croker beauty pageant, Helen witnesses Barry being murdered on the balcony. She rushes upstairs with a police officer, but finds no sign of the killer or Barry. A police officer. Uh, is- sorry, forgive me. I'm- so she sees. Okay. So no, I'm- sorry. Am I, am I'm, I'm, like, I'm literally you? just like reading words on a page now. <laughs> All right. Well. Okay. Well, so shall I come with you? And we'll, yeah. just, we'll, we'll just, just get, let's, let's just see what happens. Should we just get out of here? Okay. Let's just I feel look. like you've pulled the cord. Pulled almost, the rib cord. This is like, I, even, like as I'm, even as I'm doing this, I'm remembering how dumb this is. So a police officer escorts Helen home, but the killer lures him into an alley and murders him. Like, 
Police Officing 101, like, don't get lured into an alley by a murderer. I've had it's like, hey, just come in here. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> but I love that the murder happens and then 60 seconds later, it's like, oh, no evidence. Awesome. Helen flees to a nearby family store where her sister Elsa is closing for the night. The killer enters the store. Have we met Elsa before that scene? Maybe, probably. She's yeah. probably a big character, but she gets killed anyway just now. Helen is chased to the third floor of the building and escapes through a window, falling to a long alleyway. She manages to run toward the street, but the killer stops her and slashes her to death, her screams being drowned out by the sound of the oncoming parade. Julie finds an article mentioning Susie's father, Ben Willis, and realizes. <laughs> I know. Like so many names, even just in that sentence. And realizes that Susie finds an article like mentioning Ben's father, Johnny Willis, or whatever it is. <laughs> well, realizes that Ben was the man they ran over moments after he had killed David to avenge his daughter. <laughs> She then goes to the docks to tell Ray, but he refuses to believe her. Julie notices Ray's boat is called Billy Blue and runs away. Ben appears, knocking Ray unconscious, and invites Julie to hide on his boat. On the boat, she finds photos and articles about her friends and her and pictures of Susie. Like, how close are we to the end? This 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 is is the end. Okay. So Ben's boat leaves the docks and he begins tormenting Julie, chasing her below deck. There she Hang on, we're on a boat. Hang on, we're almost done, and then let's go back and find out what happened. Okay. Okay, so then she uncovers the bodies of Helen and Barry in the boat's icebox. Ray regains consciousness and steals a motorboat to rescue Julie. He ultimately uses the rigging to sever Ben's hand and send him overboard. When Julie and Ray are questioned by the police, they deny knowing why Ben attempted to kill them, but they are relieved not to have actually killed anyone the previous summer and reconcile. A year later, Julie is in college in Boston. As she enters the shower, she notices the words, I still know, on the mirror. Moments later, the fisherman crashes through it as Julie screams in horror. Um, like, there's a big dose of who cares, mm. but it's an iconic film, is it not? Like, it's 23 years ago and we still care. Sorry, it's 19 years ago being the night of whatever date we decide it is. Like, did it suck? Shag, you're not even making eye contact with me. Is it because you're bored by the film? Or yeah. what's, what's the vibe? Yeah, it's not my fave. It's not my fave. And I don't think it's one that any of us need to revisit. So, <laughs> no. fuck this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what we're going to say? Go to hell. I know what you did last summer. See you later. Uh, this was recorded at FBI Studios. Please like, subscribe and follow wherever you can and as much as you can. And Resh's, what's up?